It's February 3rd, 2024, and this is episode 41 of The Mike Newman Show, where, yes, you guessed it, once again, Dr. Tim and I got together at our favorite North Austin eatery for a little discussion, a little bit of breakfast, and uh, just a great time of hanging out together. And this week we talked about letters, basically the the writing of letters um, as a as a topic. So sit back, relax, uh, enjoy the conversation. Uh, we certainly had a good time this morning uh, talking about these things. And I'll catch you. Actually, I might catch you in the in the middle for a little bit of a musical interlude. So let's head off to the diner and the conversation that I had with Tim this morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's a good morning. It is indeed a good morning. It actually. is a good morning. We're supposed to have a ton of rain. That happened last night. Yes. And uh, how, how much did we get? I don't even know. I haven't checked the weather. I checked the weather report this morning. I don't know. I um, when I got well, anyway, when I went to San Antonio last night, it rained a lot in San Antonio, ah. and I was looking at the radar a little bit. And where I live, north of Georgetown. It's like the weather separated. <laughs> it wasn't a lot of action up there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. You know how it works. It's These storms form, and if sometimes they form late, and they just dump over the city yeah. and the I-35 stuff, and we don't get any of the lakes. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that all plays see, out. See how that. I, I haven't really been paying that much attention to the weather since we had the cold snap a couple of weeks ago and uh, so i was gonna be surprised i didn't realize it was supposed to rain last night so yeah that was, that was a surprise to me they've, they've been forecasting it for a while but i usually just am like well when do they normally get that perfect yeah and then I, so it it always ends up being a surprise anyway so yeah well good to see you good to, good to be here actually <clears throat> i was uh, was kind of kind of happy that you showed up. I wasn't pos- positive if, if today was the day we were going to get together well, or not. So yeah, I mean, it, was, it worked out really well. We we've been hanging out pretty frequently. We just haven't gotten the gear out for yeah. a while. So um, uh, last week was a was a great conversation. Just to just kind of like old 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 school breakfast, Mike and Tim, just yeah. sitting down and talking about life, which is which yeah, is fantastic. What, what, last weekend, I uh, I'd had the uh, the, uh, the 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 old person experience. The first one I'd had, which was in the, in the middle of the night, I'd I'd managed to to uh, take a bit of a tumble in my in my bedroom. And uh, uh, it kind of bunged up my back, as, yeah. uh, as as one is wont to do. Fortunately, I didn't break anything, and uh, uh, only came out with with probably you know some slightly bruised ribs or something. But as we sat down last uh, last Saturday, and we're expecting to have one of these conversations, mm-hmm. I. I I think Mike saw it in my eyes, and I certainly felt it in my eyes that that I probably wasn't going to be a you, real good conversationalist. You, that you didn't day. have a lot of wind to that, work with, yeah, and so, then you told the rest of the story, and I'm like, you had a busy week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like you know your wife saying, uh, "We've got water in the ceiling." Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, you had a you had a pretty busy week. And it was it was a busy week, but it. it Finally, kind of worked out all right. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, we're we're going to on tap to to get the uh, the water damage. It's squared it's, away. It's squared yeah. away. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, all the all the damage has been removed. The, the room has been dried out, and yeah. we just need to get some folks come in, put in new drywall, and and re, I'm sure my wife will end up repainting it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's so today it's today's a, a good better day. It's a process. Yeah, and and we're back and and cooking and. All that good stuff, and yeah, last 
last night as we were talking before uh, before we sat down to the microphones um i just had a wild hair for various reasons mainly my music podcast and i decided i'm gonna go see a, a band that's gonna be down in san antonio and classified as a texas alternative punk rock band I have never darkened the door of a venue <laughs> with with the words punk rock on the on the on the board, but uh, fun fun band, um, just great great just energy in yeah. the in the drummer the the guy who um, had done an interview on another podcast earlier in the week, which kind of caught my interest to begin with. Anyway, so it was good fun. Went down with a friend from the neighborhood, and he surprisingly, at least to me, said, "Yeah, I'll go." And so. It was good. I had a wingman, and we went down there and it had was, a good time. It was, it was a good evening. Yeah. Got back at almost 2 a.m., and I'm like, and that's why I didn't message you. I'm like, I'm going to go do this. I don't know what the weather's going to be like. I don't know if I'm just going to end up crashing somewhere, like, what's, hopefully what's, not literally. What's sad, but, about, what's sad about that, <laughs> it, it, interestingly enough, is that if you have texted me at, at, at 2 o'clock or 2.30, I, I would have responded immediately because I was... I was awake, sitting re- reading in my recliner <laughs> in my bedroom. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's it, again, that's a kind of a, a, a real old person characteristic these days. That uh, and all else fails, I'll just get up and read for a while. And, and it's it's funny you mention that. It's it's in <clears throat> we, we we actually have a topic, you know. So like this morning, I text you as I'm literally putting the stuff in the car, and I'm usually about 45 minutes out from here, and. I know by generally that you'll be here mm-hmm. and you know, just whether you're, I, I didn't want to interrupt your groove. If you were in the middle of, you know, like, Oh, I really got a good thought or whatever. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. You know, I'll just, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll do it again another time. But, um, thinking about patterns because we, we've discussed this a lot on our travels and stuff is, well, how'd you sleep last night? Well, for me, usually the first night's really tough. I just, if I'm totally exhausted, maybe I'll make it. But uh, the first nights are hard to adjust, and then after that, I'm good to go. But we talked about the waking up in the middle of the night thing, and, and you know, you do that as you get older, so forth as well. But um, it just becomes part of your pattern, and you learn that about your friends. You learn their patterns. And we were talking about that in podcasting last week. You kind of, you, you can have an intent to do a show every couple of weeks, but then if you get to know this person through their you know the the experiences they share the patterns they have in their life then you're like yeah doesn't surprise me that mike and tim haven't done a show in a while or in my case with the music podcast it had been like three weeks and you know just all this other stuff going on you kind of understand that 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 you, you if you're really paying attention and not in a creepy kind of stocky sort of way People you spend time with or you get to know or build some bit of uh, rapport, at least as a consumer of, of their of their shows or whatever, you kind of understand where, yeah, it's been a while. I'll, I'll bet I'll bet the, I'll bet he's going to do another show this weekend. You know, it just it seems like it's time. Yeah. And so, like, when we get together, sometimes it's like, eh. Maybe we'll leave the mics in the in the in the box and just kind of chill out. And then other times, like this morning, you're like, "Hey, I've got a topic," and yeah, I'm all set up. You know, I'm like, "Cool." All, all I got to do is get there. We'll go there. We'll go there. Well, so the, the, so the topic I, I had in mind, and, and uh-huh. it, it it came about uh, 
just for some writing that I was doing, uh, reminiscing uh, of, of, of the olden days. And I, I realized that, that I'm, I may be something of uh, anachronism uh, in that I love to write and receive letters. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yep. Pa- paper. The, the paper ones. Written in, in cursive sort of letters. Uh, I say I like to write, write them and receive them. I, I do like to receive them. I don't really receive many of those mm-hmm. because there aren't many very people out there that like to do that or sure. that will do that. I don't know if they would like it or not, but they, they it, it it takes a bit of time. It takes a bit of effort. Uh, and uh, not, not that people don't do it because of the time and effort, but perhaps just that, that that's not the way they that's the way they develop mm-hmm. but for me it is uh and 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 i i so i i like to write letters i like to receive letters and, mm-hmm. and I, I think there are some interesting characteristics about about that and and uh so the the thought had occurred to me that that i could identify a, a few periods uh, uh over the course of my life where where that came to be, and I, I think why why I I enjoy that cool. uh, doing that, and, and it really started as as for me as a as a very early at a very early age. I was I was uh, uh, essentially five years old, mm-hmm. and uh, I had an older brother that I really never knew. He was he was uh, 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 what is it sixteen or eighteen years older than me, right. Uh, when I was born, literally the year after I was born, he was off to college, mm-hmm. and and uh, so the only real memory I have of him was uh, in uh, December of 1950. He graduated in a three and a half year period. He graduated in December from college. He was in the military. He was, he was in the, the the ROTC, Reserve Officer Training Corps, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that was at the height of the Korean War. And so he was uh, he graduated and uh, was in ROTC and at Oklahoma State or Oklahoma A and M at that time. Mm-hmm. And he, so he was immediately commissioned into the Army and. Uh, came home in December, spent about a month of leave, and then shipped out in January. And so that month was that month. Is, is my memory of him because he was he was subsequently killed in action in Korea. Mm. Never came home again. Uh, but uh, so that that's the memory I have of, of, of him was for about a month period yeah. uh, in, in in that in, in that time. Um, and I was uh, I was. You know, literally uh, young enough. He was old enough to be my father, a young father. Technically, but, you know, yeah, yeah. Technically, uh, yeah. that that old. Uh, so I, I have this 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 fleeting memory of him, but when he went to Korea in in that period, uh, uh, arranging a telephone call. Uh, was 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 tough, almost, almost sure. impossible to do. If you if you've ever watched the TV show Mash mm-hmm. yeah. uh, about about the the Korean War, and, and you recognize from that how from that show that that you know you had to have some stroke in the army to arrange for a telephone call. You could do it, but yeah. it's it, some stroke. Well, 
uh, I don't think I don't think that we ever actually spoke with my brother again after he left. But mm-hmm. we communicated. We, my your mother and he, okay. communicated through letters. Okay. So I remember my my mother literally would send. Uh, she probably sent more letters than that, but she sent at least a letter a week because mm. she would send a package a week. Okay. She she would she would you know box up food or cookies or whatever and she was going to make sure he had something at he mail had something, call that yeah, week yeah so yeah. so so there, there was always a package uh, going out every week that's cool and 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 i'm sure there was at least one prop perhaps two or three letters that went out it might have week. accumulated the, during the week yeah. and we would she would typically receive maybe one letter oh a week or perhaps every two weeks uh-huh. from him but it was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, you know, a letter a letter from Doran came uh-huh. in, the, in the mail that day, and huh. uh, she would open it and read it, and generally would read it to me. And and so I I developed really my understanding of him through those letters that she received. Yeah. And and so that that went on. He he left uh, he left our our hometown of Sayre and. In uh, oh mid to late January of 1951, I guess he was subsequently killed in action in August of mm. 51. So what would that be? Seven eight months uh, yeah. that he was there. He was literally on the. He he, he arrived. He arrived through Pusan mm-hmm. uh, on the south tip of Korea, and I think immediately was shipped into the. Front, what were the front lines at that time? Now, at, at that point in 1951, the the war was it wasn't a stalemate, but it was it was uh, it was a, a series of battles that were fought, as I remember it, and mm-hmm. I think I've read. It was fought around the 38th parallel. The 38th parallel was ultimately the defining line between North and South Korea. The now what we know now is the demilitarized zone. The demilitarized zone. It, it lies along the 38th parallel, 38 right. degrees north. Beep. Uh, yep. Longitude is it longitude latitude. <laughs> I yeah, let's go, which go one. let's go with that. Yeah, that, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, so battles were fought and mm-hmm. the lines moved north and south uh, in, in that period. Uh, so when he arrived, he he went into the front lines, if you will. Yeah. And and that was where he that was where he was uh for, for those months for, for those for, months for that whole period of time now, now seoul the, the capital mm-hmm. of korea was, was literally almost at least the outskirts of it were almost in that battle zone so uh-huh. he did he did have uh, uh through his letters he did have some visits to seoul mm-hmm. so he he did make it into the the big city but it, it wasn't like a uh, you know, shipping out somewhere for R and R. Right. It was. It was kind of. Uh, it wasn't a peacetime deployment it, at all. Not. No, it not, was, not at all. Yeah. And uh, and uh, so he's there. But so my my mother would write letters to him. He would write letters back. Yeah. Um, many of those she saved. I don't know that she saved all of them. Many she saved, and mm-hmm. and subsequently, fifty years later, when when she had to move out of her home and 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 really was was no longer able to care for herself, mm-hmm. uh, I fell heir to a, a number of those letters, and, okay. and I, I I you know can still pick them up and read them and and uh, and get a get a feel for the character of yeah, it of, takes you back of, to of that. Age. 
Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So so I I I learned or I developed a an, an affection. Literally, it is an affection for letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, at that time, for reading them and for writing them, and I think as a as a consequence of of liking or in learning to enjoy writing letters, that was my first inkling of trying to be a little bit of a storyteller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that I'm. I've never. I've never uh, developed the. the uh, uh, the, the ego to believe that I was a good storyteller. Nonetheless, I I I strive to do. I strive to tell stories in in conversation, and I certainly tell. Let's strive to tell stories in the way that I write. Uh-huh. And and so that started with writing letters. And I. So about what age did you? So you you were. Seven, eight, five, five years old. When five the, years when, old when the letters started coming. Started to that point. Yeah. Okay. Literally five years old. Uh, I I remember I would write a sentence or two in mm-hmm. the letters. My mother would let me oh, sit she, down. You get to write a little yeah, bit on the I, end I, there. I would or write, write, write yeah. on the end. Or, you know, it, it, yep. you, you, my brother, my mother, she didn't have impeccable handwriting, but uh, she wrote cursive. You know, mm-hmm. every, everybody wrote cursive. Sure, and uh, and so in the midst of it, you'd you'd get this little block letter scribbling uh, from a, <laughs> from a five year old or six year old kid as as she was not only you know I I think I would characterize what I what I wanted to say, but sure uh, I really couldn't write that yeah, yeah, particular yeah. at the time. You're five, but right, she, yeah. She, yeah. she she would she would help me put it in. But yeah, uh, I I I do remember the and my dad was a my dad was a mail carrier. Mm-hmm. So each, his his routine each day was heading down to the post office in Sayre at at six o'clock in the morning and load up his truck and and uh, the uh, the city mail carriers uh, mm-hmm. were in adjacent uh, 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 at an adjacent desk or sorting mm-hmm. tables where they mm-hmm. would be sorting out the I guess there were two city mail carriers that right. walked walked the entire town and delivered mail yeah. to each house. Uh, they would be sorting their mail, and and so if if a letter came in from Doran, right? Uh, generally, they'd hand it to my dad. Just hand it to and, him, yeah. yeah. He'd he'd stop back by the house on his way out of town That's with so his cool. route. Yeah. And uh, and so uh, so by a, breakfast, a letter, you, you you would have a letter. A letter, a letter, times, letter from yeah. Doran, yeah. And, yeah. and and so that that became a big big thing. My, For sure. My, my mother would uh, would she'd obviously. Go, Go read it herself, uh, mm-hmm. probably a time or two or three. Yeah, and at some point, then she would she would read she it. She would to share me it with you and, and read and, yeah. and go through it. That's cool. So I, I developed a, a, a real affection for doing that. Now, uh, once he was he was killed, mm-hmm. uh, my mother would would write letters. I guess everyone wrote letters at that point, mm-hmm. uh, infrequently, but uh, yeah. would write letters to relatives and the like, and and. But I, I never did have a, I didn't have a pen pal. I didn't have anyone that I could write with. So consistently, yeah. It, it yeah, was, it all. was, it was a, it was something that became ingrained in me, but not something that I practiced very much in my early years. It was like a shelf that was unlocked that yeah. that you knew was something you wanted to go back to, and it, it you're like, there's something there, yeah. and and I'm. 
when I can and when I find a way to, that that's something I want to do. Well, and the and the way the the way to or the the, the thing that came about, I th- I don't know if we've talked about it, but and I think one of the reasons that it popped up in my mind as a topic of conversation, uh, I've been thinking about uh, formative periods in one's life. We mm-hmm. we we all have them. Right. Uh, I think we probably all have that special period, perhaps in, in, in my case, and I think in a lot of people's cases, that that's that special summer mm-hmm. that 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 something happened, right? You know, you, you got your first girlfriend or your first boyfriend or uh, you got your first serious job or what have you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, something that demark, demarks or a, a, a period in, in your life that mm-hmm. it, it was different after than it was before. Yeah. And, and for me, that was was the the summer of of nineteen sixty two. Up until then, so I was well, been seventeen years old. As that was, up until then, I literally had never spent a night away. Um, not a, not a night. I had never spent probably more than two nights away from my parents. Right. Okay. You know, yep. I I I I didn't. I didn't go away to spend a month or a week with with an aunt or an uncle sure. or anything. Yeah. Um, uh, my with my mother and father, we we would take vacations mm-hmm. uh, for periodically. So there were periods that we were away from Sayer, from our hometown, for a week or two. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd done a little bit of that, but always in the company of of of, of my your parents. family, of your yeah. parents. Yeah. And and so 1962, this summer, uh, I I had uh, a couple of uh, of uh, occurrences that summer. I I was uh, uh, selected to go to Oklahoma Boys State mm-hmm. uh, in uh, in uh, Norman, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. down close to Oklahoma City. Norman, right, just south. The, uh, is the location of the University of Oklahoma, uh, and I'm sure I was selected for to do that because of my brother's sacrifice uh, mm. he was he was he was killed in action in korea uh yep. this was uh in uh, 1960 years 10 years after the fact but yeah the 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 the, the movers and shakers if you if you can think of a, of a little town of Sarah, oklahoma having movers and shakers sure uh, they were, were largely veterans well that's and, the way boy state is if, it, if i recall it's constructed that way is each town or city or school district has well in those cases it was, it was, it yeah. was essentially a, an Ameri- it was an american legion post yeah well that, the, the that, legion organizes it, it but the way they struck constructed is by school district or county right well yeah. and well and, and, and you the boy state is is was was essentially a a, a hypothetical society state. yeah so it had it had towns it had counties and, and 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 there was there was government. Uh, I was in Denny were. City, Ohio. Were you? Yeah, yeah. So so you went. To, yeah, I went to, to Boys State. Boys State as well. And it was at Bowling Green University for a week. And mm-hmm. so I forget. You, you, I forget you, you, yeah, the, they flew in. I think it was Weinberger, the the Secretary of Defense, uh-huh. flew in and gave like a keynote or something. And one of the guys running for governor was a guy I ran against in track, and it was kind of. Yeah. It was. It was wild, and, and I ended up being a clerk, you know, in the in the Senate. So it was kind of, eh. yeah. It was, think, it was it was a cool I think, experience. I think, but my, yeah. I think my my uh, 
my my job was was I think working on an election commission. I think maybe I was chairing the election commission for a town or something. Uh, but it was those. But the amount of stuff they pack into a week was just amazing. It was indeed. Yeah. So so yeah. so so that that was that, that was one. So I had a mm-hmm. one week period of doing that. That literally that week was the first time I had ever spent more than. Two nights away from my from family. Home. Yeah, from your family, yeah. So the pangs of homesickness I'd learned about during during that week. Yeah. Well, as, as it happened then, I had a week off that I came back home. And then after that, I had signed up for a 10-week summer school at the University of Oklahoma back in Norman again. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, and that's not a short drive. That's it's, it's 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 yeah. At that time, it was a like three and a half hour drive. So yeah. Like three, three three three. You know. So so uh, it it was a trek. Yeah. Uh, and so the the, the, the I, I had the weekend boys state, and at boys state we we were it, it was a little bit like the military. We were required to write a letter home. Yeah. You know. You, I I I think I think it, yeah, I think you had to have mailed your letter by Wednesday, uh, if I if okay. I remember right, yeah. something like that. Yeah. But everybody had to take pen to paper, write a letter, and send it home. Mm-hmm. And and that, as I understand it, was 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 something of a characteristic of military life. Mm-hmm. When uh, when guys went off to boot camp, they were encouraged sure. know, to write home and to receive, you know, if you if you could receive a letter. Yep. Well, Boy State, mm-hmm. it, 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 you know, it, it, the the mail system being what it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it it would take at least two days, to, generally yeah. three, to get a letter between Sayre and, and Norman, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the prospects of a, of a receiving a letter uh, at Boy State were nil. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't do that, but I was forced to write a letter. Sure. And 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 so I I began to to, to do that, and, and and I was 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 homesick. Yeah. Uh, and really was in not in my environment. It was a new environment for me. Uh, had to make friends. I, I didn't have any friends around. There was another another guy that that the two of us went to Boy State, but mm-hmm. I think very intentionally we were oh, yeah. separated. My my the guy I went with another guy named Mike. I barely saw him maybe at the mess hall uh, at the mm-hmm. cafeteria, and he was off in his county and city and stuff and. Yeah, we we Having talked a about hell it. Of a lot more fun than yeah, I was. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> I I didn't go through the the separation as much, but it was to me it was the first big. Um, I mean, you, you, there's stuff to do. I mean, it, it fed right into my kind of and, and there were my people, MO. people to hear. You you said Weinberger. In our case, it was the governor. Yeah. and the lieutenant governor and. Uh, probably the Speaker of the House of, of Oklahoma, sure. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That showed up. And you always the, had the assemblies. Every day at the end of the yep. day, you had an assembly that, that something, I, you know, I forget all the details, but I just remember <laughs> it was very structured. It yep. was To your point about, you know, it wasn't military, but it was, I mean, just the precision, the, because uh, they'd been doing it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> they figured out, you know, what their objectives were, well, what their it, it tools was, were, was, and all it that. Was, it was a yeah. quasi, it was, it was a quasi, I'll say at least, quasi-military endeavor. Yeah. And and so there was there was military-like structure to it all. 
But you wrote bills. They had committees. If I remember right, they had committees. Maybe well, they had, had elections. I, I yeah, 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 you did the election. Well, you had to, yeah, you organize a campaign and then do it, and then and then you had to govern for like the last couple of days. Couple of days, yeah. and it, it, it was it was my first introduction to the whole concept of, of networking. Uh, I mm-hmm. showed up in total isolation. Yeah, just just a nerd that that was having a hard enough time just making friends. There were other other guys that that showed up that that had been obviously schooled in this. Yeah, and they literally showed up with political organizations. That, that's like I was telling you about the guy who ran track at this. I, I I came across him at the. I don't. I think he'd already started doing research. That uh, this guy Mike at this he made it to district. I'm gonna say hi to him, and and he was much faster than I was. Anyway, I was like lane eight, right? Yeah. He comes down. He goes, "Hey, man." I'll see you at uh, Boy State in a couple of weeks, and I'm like, look at him sideways, like, how did you know? How did you know? And why would you say hi? You know, so I was just oblivious to the whole thing. But he was from a town where they had really developed a program in that, right? And, and kind of pre-coaching everybody. I was just like, all right, I need a bedroll, I need my toothpaste, um, need to be up there by such and such a day on Sunday or whatever. I forget what it was, and. You know, it was like, it was like suburban kid, um, what do I want to say, um, the societal responsibility boot camp. Yeah. You know, this is, this is how the world works in, in politics and civil society. And so I was like, that's cool, you know, mm-hmm. kind of right, right up my alley in, in a way. And, but yet it was, it was a. It was sticking your finger in an outlet. I mean, it, it, just, was. it took well, off. Yeah, you, you know, you, you, you touched on it. You, you actually knew the guy that, that came up and, and said hi, you know, introduced you, your first day there. Uh, yeah. As you recognize now, you were being glad-handed a bit and, I, I and, was, and politicked a bit. He, he had, in his own way, he was he was walking the street yep. saying, you know, knocking on doors. Knocking exactly, on doors. knocking on doors. Well, that, that happened to me, and I, I didn't have the foggiest idea what What's it was. going on. I, yeah, what was going on. <laughs> why why did this guy Who are you and why me? should I care? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but he did. And, yeah, yeah. And, 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 they, they did mm-hmm. because there were, there, were, yeah. there were a number of folks this way. And, and and so mid but it, yeah back it, to the letters to the yeah. le- well it, it, it's, it's an integral part of it all to, to, yeah midweek I sit down and I, I wrote a letter and it probably been my first real opportunity since having received letters ten years earlier from uh, from uh, or seen letters from my brother I I could sit there or write one you know and and try to uh, you know. Uh, for God's sake, I had to have some feelings to write about. You know, mm-hmm. I, I really wasn't sure I wanted to be there. I, I'd kind of like to have been home, right? And, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I was, I was, uh, I was dealing with it, and and so I had had the boy state experience for a week. I got yeah. to go back home for a week, right? And then I was off for ten weeks uh, at the University of Oklahoma for summer school. Yeah, and uh, letters became really important to me i was i was mm-hmm. there long enough that i could receive letters right so I, I i i strongly impressed upon my mother that i really would like to receive a letter it, it got so bad i i actually <laughs> uh, uh, I, I i took buses i took a bus home uh i think two weekends out of that uh 10 weeks, that's yeah, 10 weeks. Stretch, yeah. uh uh so i could uh, i could uh, uh, catch a bus out of Norman on the, uh, 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 relatively early on Friday evening mm-hmm. and get into Sarah a little before midnight 
and then on on Sunday I would uh, I would leave out uh, 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 late morning really okay. uh, so I would get in back into Norman uh, to, to to the summer school at, at, at maybe six or seven o'clock in the evening but yeah I, I would impress upon my mother on Sunday that if if she would sit down as soon as I wrote, left and wrote a letter I could get it on Wednesday yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is how this works and, this, and I figured out you, you get it in the box they 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 start moving it on yeah. Monday, and it should get to my mail slot at the dorm roundabout Wednesday. About about Wednesday, right? Yep. And and so the uh, most of the weeks when I stayed in Norman, well, uh, I'd get a letter. But so I I got yeah, yeah. I got a few letters, right? Cool. My, my, yeah. my, my 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 mother was a good sport about it all. But you started writing at that point. But that, I started at that writing. point. You when you went to Boys State, you're like, I. That's why that slot that that's why that interest is there and, yep. and now it's my turn it's my turn yep and, I, and i've got a, i've got a i've got a place to write to right I've, I've got a target well so so over over that summer over the summer school i i i uh uh it, it was a, 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 a we can talk about it maybe we've even talked about it we'll talk about it at some other point about sure that that kind of life altering experience, and we've all we've all had them. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, it's not not unique to me. Um, we, we've all had, but that was a it was a life altering period. I was I was a very different person uh, after at summer the, school in, after yeah. summer school than I was before. Yeah, and uh, uh, so I, I, I came back, and I, I I had I had other things going for me during that senior year in, in high school. So I was going to say, uh, Boys, Boys State is always for juniors, right. basically rising seniors. Right. And it's kind of that time in the American school system where you, you kind of know where you're going. You know, you've got one year left, and, and your senior year just flies by. It doesn't matter whether it's college or, or high school. That senior year... You're not really going to change anything major in your senior year. You've kind of set your course. You've got what you want to do. You, you've learned what you're – but that summer, there's something about that summer too, just yeah. no matter what you're doing, whether it's Boys State or this uh, the opportunity for like a 10-week summer school or kind of the last job that's kind of nestled inside of school, the boundaries that we talked about, you yeah. know. How you mark years by start of school year and end of school year, and you're still fully in that in that framework. But that's kind of the last hurrah because after everybody graduates in around May or June, a lot of them you don't see again. Yep. A, a lot of those folks I didn't see again till like my fifteenth or twentieth high school reunion. I had several that I didn't see again for fifty years. Yeah, we, we had a we had a, 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 a reunion of my graduating class. Uh, uh, at our 50th anniversary, so in in uh, in 2013, uh, where I graduated in 1963, 2013, mm-hmm. we we had our 50th, and there were a few people that I saw for the first time after they walked away at the graduation ceremony yeah. in 1963. So you're right. It's at at, at at the end of at the end of graduation. Or after graduation, right? You started yeah. having really different experiences that that summer between junior and senior year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one of those transition points, and then in the middle of that, you've grabbed on to this 
desire that you had from years ago that was placed there by your brother's letters and your in your mother's letters to your brother. Right. And now you kind of pick that up because you're you, I'm sure you realized it much earlier, but that was the time and the opportunity to start using that. Yes, in, indeed. And and so uh, I it 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 I, I used it over the course of that summer. When, mm-hmm. I, when I came back, there were other things going on. Sure. Uh, uh, literally, that that summer school for me was a was a was a was a, a freshman semester in college. Uh, uh, so I was ahead of the game, if you will, at, yeah. at that point. I, I came back and and I was much had much more the attitude of a of a of a, of a mid year college freshman than mm-hmm. than a high school senior. Uh, indeed, I I I was in a certain subject. I was I was I was quite good at the time, uh, science subjects and, yeah. and the like. And and so when I came back, you I did was, eventually end up with a PhD in physics. Indeed, yeah, indeed. So, right, uh, yeah. so when I came back, I I, I took college court we had a junior college uh, mm-hmm. equivalent of a community college i guess you would say today uh junior college i was able to take junior college courses my my uh, senior year in mm-hmm. high school and uh, i was quite good at, at at a number of subjects and i i i, I was uh, a number of the actual college freshmen lamented the fact that I was taking courses with them because yep. the curve was set relatively high. Yeah, <laughs> you kept blowing the curve, yeah. and, and you're you're technically a senior in high school. Yeah, and your classmates are probably like, "Is how much of our class? How much of the high school class time is Tim actually here?" Yeah, and and I had a I had a high school uh, a friend who did similar. She went to um, so we were in Mansfield, Ohio, North Central Ohio, and there was the um, we called it the branch. It was the branch of Ohio State University mm-hmm. at a little campus up in Mansfield. And she was over there taking math and chemistry, I think, eventually went into cancer, studying cancer and T cells and all sorts of fun things like that. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. But so she was, she was in advanced chemistry with us, but she spoke another language. <laughs> it was kind of funny. So yeah, no, th- those experiences when you're when you're able to tuck away not only some credits, but you you not looking past your senior year. I'm I'm sure you had, and, and we've strayed a bit from our. That's fine. We'll, we'll we we'll get back. Um, <laughs> it's one of our many rabbit trails. You know, anybody that's listened to forty of these episodes and has has deemed it worthy to step into episode 41 with us here yep. not surprised by any of this we're, we're, we're off in the woods we're, yeah we're, uh, but letters right so you you so, uh, so yeah, we, yeah so 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 the, 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 i guess the whole point was that that i got into writing letters over that summer i came back and i didn't write letters for a while yeah. until until i literally went away to college Just the next year the busyness yeah. and and so i i started i i would write letters home to my to my uh, to my mother primarily mm-hmm. Um, uh, I tried writing uh, letters, I think, a couple of times to, to classmates from other classes, younger classes that were still back in Sayre. Mm-hmm. I had, had, had a couple of friends uh, at that stage, but that really never panned out because while, while I liked writing a letter or two, yeah, that really wasn't the thing for, for anybody. Yeah, and, and they might have appreciated re- reading them, but it's a step up, you know, just in any relationship even if it's with your parents or your brother or your sister both ends of that 
communication, and, and especially if they're handwritten. Yeah. And when I got into my, so for me, letters, my first awareness of a, let's say, even if infrequent, but you could, I could almost rely on my grandmother, my mother's, um, my, my mother's mom. Um, she would, oh, she had horrible handwriting. I mean, it was beautiful. If you looked at it on a piece of paper at a distance and you'd say, wow, that, that's really, and then when you went and pulled it up to actually read it, I, no, the, <laughs> none of those lines really formed the letters that, that I was instructed when I was in school that would descend here and go there and lean that way. So quite often, my mom, we would, we would get the mail a lot of times because our, our driveway, we would, we would get the mail when we were leaving to go into town, like to the grocery store or something. So we'd check the mail. Usually that involved me getting out of the car, going across the street, getting the mail out, putting whatever mail in for that day, flipping the flag up, and, and off we went. And then I'd go back and I'd say, oh, I got a letter from Grandma in here. And it was written to me. And, and there'd be another one in there written to my sister. So I'd pop mine open and I'd start to read it. And mom's driving down the road and she goes, so what does grandma say? And I was like, um, uh, I think, you know, and I'd start kind of reading it. And then eventually we'd get to say, usually the grocery store. And she goes, let me take a look. And she'd read through it. And she read, mom read grandma's script. She used to call it script. Yep. Um, just like it was coming in over the radio. <laughs> But then I would, it wasn't really my job or whatever, but not always, maybe once or twice a year, I would write a letter back or something like that. Yeah. And, and, uh, but that was, I was probably junior high when, when grandma really was like, okay, I'm going to start writing, writing to the grandkids. Yeah. Well, I, I, so, so college exchanged a few letters with my, with my, my mother, uh, primarily, um, I, I did evolve into a, a, a use of letters, which which I subsequently learned, you know, really had historical significance, and that was the the idea that what letters provide a record, mm -hmm. and so um, like Federalist Fifty Six, just yes, kidding, you know, the, well, <laughs> if we build a country Jeff on letters, Thomas Jefferson and James Madison, I've subsequently found out, uh, never kept journals. But they communicated with each other over the course of about 50 years through letters. Mm -hmm. And indeed, I picked up a three-volume set of the published letters between Jefferson and Madison. And fascinating reading, absolutely fascinating. So mm -hmm. I, I did that then between my junior, I, I developed this penchant for finding summer programs that I could go to. So between my junior and senior year in college, mm -hmm. I got a, a, a summer program at Oak Ridge National Laboratories. Oh, yeah. And so I, I went there, and uh, I was uh, was rooming back in Stillwater at Oklahoma State University, where I was going to school. I, I had two of my high school friends that I roomed with, mm -hmm. and I think one of them was going to summer school at OSU that summer. Mm -hmm. And and so I kind of haphazardly said to him, well, I'm, I'm going to I'll, I'll write you some letters over my experiences over the summer, you know, but why don't you just keep them mm -hmm. and give them back to me at the end of the summer and I'll have a record of what I did. Yeah, that's you cool. Know? So, so I, 
I, I wrote letters to him literally on a weekly basis over, over the course of 10 or 12 weeks uh, as I worked in Oak Ridge. And he was he was gracious enough. I mean, I, I wrote them to him, but I yeah. was explaining, you know, describing what I was doing. And he was he was good enough to keep them. And when I yeah. came back home at the end of the summer, he gave me this, this small stack of letters, which I, cool. I have to this day as my as my journal. It's your journal you will, from the summer. From the summer. And he's like, yeah, I know Tim. This is how he operates. <laughs> this is the way he works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can't write it in a journal, but you yeah. know, the, the, these letters are going to show up. Yep. So, so I, 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 I learned to use the, the letter as a, as I guess is my, is my first real forte into to writing a bit. Right. Uh, trying to tell a story within the letters uh, mm-hmm. that describes some experiences and the like. Well, I carried that out. So uh, that, 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 that was, that was the continuation of my, my, my love affair of letters, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, of writing them. I, I can't claim that I was ever good at it, but. I did it, and it was kind of my kind of my thing. And uh, fast forward, then some years, <clears throat> when I when I met uh, uh, my wife of now fifty one years, mm-hmm. uh, she was a, a nursing student in Houston. I was mm-hmm. a grad student in Houston. We met. Uh, I want to say around spring break time. Okay. Uh, uh, started dating and and certainly. Uh, dated over the course of a couple of months before the end of the semester, uh, uh, I was pretty much totally smitten uh, by the end of that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, as as a nursing student, she she was not attending summer school. She so she was going to go back east, back to uh, her grandparents uh, and parents uh, over the summer. So she she was back in Virginia and. Uh, Kansas City and, and the okay. like for for uh, uh, probably three months over the course of that summer, and uh, I was at that point that I figured, well, okay, she's gonna she's not even gonna know who I was by the end of the summer. Right. Uh, so about the only thing I could think of to combat that was to write her <laughs> letters. Yeah. And so. Uh, I'd like to say I wrote flowing love letters, but I, I'm sure that it wasn't that. But it was a case of, if you will, uh, kind of staying in front of her, right? I, sure. I, I, if, if you're that line. And, and I can't help but think that her grandparents and her parents must have had this uneasy feeling that that, <laughs> that they're that their daughter was coming home between her that this would have been between her junior and senior year in college okay. yeah and and all of a sudden she's getting these letters over the course of the summer from this at guy a steady that, pace from this guy from texas that that she had known at best for a couple of months right, right. yeah and, and so but i, I well, that's kind of how I, young love works I mean, you do what you got to do. You do what you got to do, and and that's where what kind of my letters writing took off as well. I, I met um, uh, my children's mom. Uh, best way to describe, anyway. Met 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 my first wife at we were uh, sophomores at the same university, and summer's coming right, and she was going back further east, and I was going west up to Ohio from uh, from Virginia Tech. And I, so in my, as far as the tools go, um, I was a word processor kid from like sixth grade. 
I mean, I typed in the hexadecimal code out of a magazine into my Commodore 64. My mom had always been, um, she called it touch typing. She was a touch typist and had the mechanical. I mean, people are even using these as musical instruments. I've got an intro to a song in here. Tap, 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 tap. Yep. And so um, I, I'm used to hearing that sound and then the, you know, the, the carriage Here's return line and line feed. feed. <laughs> exactly. And it's literally two operations, folks. Yep, yep. that's where that comes from. Anyway, um, my mom was always really good at picking up on certain pieces of technology as long as she could consume it a chunk at a time. She was really good at she, Nothing really scared her. So anyway, I got my mom started on... Um, using, uh, you know, a, a, a word processor. And that's where I would get letters from mom while I was in college. And we, as students at Tech, we were required to have computers in the engineering school. And one of the tools in there was a piece of software called Volkswriter. And you'd run it off of a floppy disk. And that's what we wrote all our papers on and everything. And I wrote notes back to mom in, in that. Well, over the summer, um, so anyway, I met met my wife and who would eventually be my wife. And then we just, once a week, we were like, I would write something like on a Sunday, get it in the mail. Our letters would usually cross because I would receive something like on Wednesday or Thursday. So we were both like firing off just kind of updates and then responses to the email for, or the, not the email, but, but literally. So at one point I had a stack of letters, you know, in the, in the storage box that was pretty tall because then in my junior year, um, we were in college together, obviously, but then I started co-oping the spring of my third year and we spent a lot of time apart and we were writing letters through this the whole time. And even though I was only like four and a half hours away across the state of Virginia, but anyway, a lot of letter writing in my middle to later undergraduate. And then it just kind of, you get married and the one you wrote letters to all the time <laughs> is there right next to you. Yep. And I, I think we, you know, uh, there's something about writing the letter that when you're doing it in handwriting, you don't, I, I have a hard time now just writing a birthday card without putting the wrong word. I, I've gotten so used to just, oh, I could just, I can just backspace or I can, yep. I can move this sentence down here. I've noticed now in emails, a lot of times I start my email out with the conclusion mm -hmm. and then I'm like building the case for it. And then I end up copying and pasting things so that it doesn't, yep. so that, so that it hits right. Mm -hmm. But that I've gotten that softness now to where in my mind, I know I can, I know I have that ability to me. And then you're talking about, um, Madison and Jefferson, I, you know, you wonder how many balls of paper there were on the floor yeah. <laughs> or none. Or, or perhaps not. And, and indeed, that's, 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 that's something that it, it has involved. Now I, I write my journals much as I wrote letters. I, mm -hmm. I, that's where I learned. And, and so now uh, I, I sometimes will... I will, I will have to cross out a word, but generally because I've misspelled it, mm -hmm. uh, that I recognize, as, as opposed that, that and, and it, every once in a while it'll be the wrong word, but 
I, I tend to, I, I guess, writing letters made me think in terms of larger groupings. Exactly. Sentences yeah. and paragraphs and even entire themes. I, I, I can, I can uh, as, as, I, as I sat down to journal, and I, 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 I found that I, I organized my journaling by specific experiences. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I, I kind of had fixed in my mind how I want to describe the experience. Right, and I can I can probably uh, predict as I start that oh this is going to take me a couple of pages in my journal or this is this is going to be a long section of the journal, mm-hmm. but that that organizational uh, characteristic or capability came, came about because of, of of writing letters, writing letters and literally handwritten letters and, that, and yeah. handwritten letters and and I and I, I write I do my journaling. Mm-hmm. And by handwriting. Yeah, okay. I can concur. I walk in here. You've got mainly your uh, your main notebook, usually over there on your right, next to the uh, inside of the booth, and you've got whatever you're actively reading or editing, and then your notebook. Yeah. So this morning it was just your notebook out there, yeah. and because because I I had something that I would, and what I was writing about was writing about letters. There you go. Right. So, so that I, I knew when I drove in, even before I knew we were going to. You didn't get to get the rest this. of it out. You just needed. You just needed to write that stuff down. I needed to write that stuff down, and I, I'd, uh, I'd and, and so I composed in my mind, and I'd, I'd been doing that literally as I, as I drove in this morning. You know, this is a, what I want to say, and and so I just all I needed out was my pen and my journal, and and uh, I, I could write that this morning. Uh, so if we were to summarize this letter experience, only because I'm looking at the clock, but you know, <laughs> I mean, we we both know this is just the beginning of any sort of story we would have. But but it, it, well, well characterizing it, I guess is is it's 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 a it's a point of it's it's a it's one means of communication that we have. We mm-hmm. we talked about communication in right. the past. Yep, it's a means of communication. And I guess the end point for me, to the extent, and we, we can actually come back to this point later, for perhaps, sure. and explain yeah. it. But and I think I think I commented to you earlier that that today, even I write letters to my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, not often, but every yeah. once in a while, because sometimes uh, I'm 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 terrible. At, at at jumping into to a conversation conversation yeah my my wife bless her heart <laughs> has 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 had to put up with with my obtuse mental capacity or capabilities yeah, for, mine too. for 51 years now yeah and and i i i get this perplexed look on her face every once in a while of where on god's earth did that copy come from yeah. you know? <laughs> so I have found that literally writing her a letter, even though she's right there, I, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll 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 stay up. And I, I generally only do this on special occasions, an anniversary or a birthday or something. But mm-hmm. you know, I'll stay up late at night after after she's gone to bed, and I'll I'll write her a letter, and then I'll I'll put it in an envelope and leave it laying on the table so she right. gets so up she before I do. She sees it in the morning, right? Yeah. And she she can do it, and and. and and I'm I'm able to so I'm able to organize it. I've I, I, I've learned to organize letters, and so there are beginnings, there are middles, there are ends to my letters. Mm-hmm. And she can she, can, she when I start talking, uh, she never knows where I'm going. If it's a letter, she can see it's it's okay. Yeah. It's well, two pages, there's only two pages. pieces of paper here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can deal with that. That's right. <laughs> I, I 
I think she wants she wants to actually she she very rarely writes me a letter back. But mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I think in one of my one of my five page or six page letters she folded it back up and left it there well, and she, said I'll get back to this she one. She sent me back a very small card saying I'm not sure I have the emotional bandwidth to deal with this. Oh my. <laughs> So, well, you know. Yeah, well, whatever it is. <laughs> you just broke it up into a few smaller letters smaller after letters. that, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but but I, I guess, the you know, the bottom line is that, that uh, writing letters is, is something that I, I learned early on, and, and it, it was kind of the stepping stone for me to trying to write, trying, you know, I always say oh, trying, trying yeah. to write uh, more involved things, but it's, uh, it's uh, something that... Uh, that I like to do, uh, I've, as I said, I've never had a pen pal really, that mm-hmm. maybe one that probably shared quite my same affection for writing letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nonetheless, every once in a while, I'll, yeah. at Christmas time, generally, I'll get a letter. I, I, I read people's Christmas letters, right? Yeah, same. Put yeah, in, put I'm in. like, you know, okay, it's got the picture on the front, it's got the kids' names and the dog scribbled on the back or, or whatever. And I feel poorly about that as well. I'll put an effort into the, you know, so Carrie has deadlines for me that, (laughs) all right, we need to do this, 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 this. And so I've got my part of the letter I'm supposed to write, and we kind of write it in third person and and whatnot. And I'm like, okay, that's a good summary kind of thing. And then when it gets to the individual, like, you know, I'm sorry, you guys get the, the, the photo and the, the, the the update you've all heard it before and I'm like what I write down here like, see you Saturday Tim you yeah know? <laughs> something like that uh, but you know I the 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 folks that you had a connection with over time and and so to me it's almost convicting sometimes is like you know I, I've spoken to my my good friend that whenever we pick up the phone we'll just end up talking for like an hour and covering every conceivable topic and I'm like why don't I communicate with him more often? Yeah. You know, those types of things. Yeah. But it, it's, the, the writing is, it's a, it, to me, it's, it's a gift to be even have that inclination to, to want to do that, to have the aptitude for that. Mm-hmm. But like most things, you can have a lot of potential, but if you just don't sit down and harness it and practice it and do it poorly for a while and write your five pagers to your wife when she's like, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, message received, yeah. not yet comprehended. Anyway, but those types of things, when you then go back and and refine that, like you have over the fifty years, you know, I I I hit double nickels this month, and and we've spoken about that kind of offline. I'm like, well, that's a that's one of those lines that. And I joked with my friend last night when we were, went to this concert. I was like, I did it. I did it, man. And he's like, what? I said, I heard a punk rock band in a bar before 55. <laughs> I just got it, got it in by the deadline, man. <laughs> so um, anyway, there's just, there's just all these things that we're blessed with to, to have the, the means and the desire. And I'm not talking about like financial means, but just inside of us yeah. to want to communicate that way and it, it really is these days a, a rare gift it, it well it's certainly a rare commodity I, yeah. I, I, I can but hope that it's a gift right but yeah. it, it's certainly a rare commodity and it's something I enjoy well enjoy it Tim let's let's pick this up again whenever, another time whenever, when we... whenever the mood strikes us we'll uh, we'll jump back into it uh, yeah there are there are a few things uh, 
uh, like, like always in suggesting a topic, there are, mm-hmm. there are points that I'd like to get across. I've, I've got a few of them across, but I still have a few uh, yeah. tucked away, so we'll, we'll do it again at some point. Awesome. Thanks, Enjoy. Tim. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And there you have it. Letters. Tim and I discussing uh, just how the the practice and or lack thereof but development of writing letters as a form of communication and how that um kind of got started in his life and carried throughout to today and um yeah we just enjoy these conversations i I do this little podcast as you go to mikenewman.show click on the about tab and you'll see why i do this podcast the way i do it and i just enjoy having fun with it. It's an experiment. In fact, right now, it's a beautiful midday in Central Texas. I'm at uh, Georgetown San Gabriel Park. It's windy, (laughs) and I've played with the sound settings a little bit to try to compensate for that. But for me, this is an experiment. Uh, It always is. I'm trying to make things a little better, a little different. Um, You know, literally right now, it's a microphone, a computer, and a headset, and just having fun doing this. And if you've gotten any value out of this, I mean, this is a value for value podcast. You won't find this on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, any of that stuff, because honestly, um, I I like doing things independently. And, uh, some of that, uh, I spoke of it earlier about playing a little music and I spoke about going to San Antonio last night. Uh, a buddy and I went down to catch a, a local Texas band called FM rodeo and they classify themselves as Texas alt punk and just a fun group of guys, uh, fun evening down there, uh, in between the thunderstorms or actually (laughs) right during the thunderstorm last night. And, uh, they were doing their, uh, single release for headache song. And let's take a listen to that. Somebody gave me this headache. The world's collapsing is so unreal Somebody wake me, I can't see The walls of it is so unreal And now I'm twisting my head in So undecided it's
Headache Song by FM Rodeo. And you can find them at FM Rodeo TX. Uh, there's a couple FM Rodeos out there. These are the guys in Texas. FM Rodeo TX.com. Uh, check them out on their Instagram page. They uh, have a listing of shows they're going to be doing in Central Texas over the next several months. And yeah, it's windy at the park. And I'm going to kind of wrap this up here. Um, as you know, it's a value for value uh, podcast. So I, I can get value back in a lot of ways. If you enjoyed this, if you enjoyed the song that we just played, go back into the song and send us a boostagram. And you can do that using a modern podcast app. And when you send a boostagram, uh, which is a message with a little bit of Satoshis attached to it, whatever you choose to send, the artist, they get those sats during that song. I switch over the, the value fountain, if you will, uh, the, the wallet switching technology, so that during that song, any Satoshis you're sending, either streaming or sending boosts, goes 95% of that goes to the band, goes to FM Rodeo. And I get a little bit on the side just to kind of see the activity, um, see the encouragement to the band or the artist. But all of that's also available while Tim and I are talking during the show. You can send us notes, comments, encouragement uh, through the light network using your modern podcast app and a uh, Satoshi wallet attached to that. Or you can do it old school. You can write me a letter. You can uh, send a letter to mike at mikenewman.show. I'd love to hear from you. love to hear about topics and feedback on any of this, any of the stuff we've shared uh, during the podcast. And as always, look forward to doing another show again with Tim, just having a discussion, enjoying our time together. And I uh, hope you enjoyed the variety in the recording environments and the tools I was using this week. I know it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of frowned upon to talk about uh, the technique and, and the stumbling around of, of whatever we're doing. But it's just too nice a day to just do this in, a, in, in the studio. So I uh, thought I'd give it a go out in the park. It's beautiful out here. A lot of folks are out. If you're listening to this today on Saturday, February 3rd, and you're in central Texas, you know what I'm talking about. So until next time, John 317.